You're listening to ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. Nationwide, about 15 million adults and children are seen in emergency departments annually for acute neurological emergencies. Every day, life-threatening neurological emergencies are presenting to facilities that do not have the capacities to handle them. Because of inadequate or missed triage, time is lost. When a call comes into 911, the patient doesn't always end up at the facility best prepared to treat them. What solutions are out there? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Shira Johnson, your host, and with me today is Dr. Nina Gentile. She has recently been awarded a $1 million grant from the NIH, which will allow Temple University to serve as a primary clinical study site in the NET network. NET stands for Neurological Emergencies Treatment. Today we're discussing NET and this NIH-funded study, and this has been designed to maximize outcomes in neurological emergencies. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today, Dr. Gentile. Thank you for having me, Shira. First, tell us about the Neurological Emergencies Treatment Network and what that means. The Neurological Emergencies Treatment Trials Network is a network of regional hub-and-spoke centers or mini-networks that all work together with a coordinating center to be able to do clinical trials to advance the knowledge base and improve the care of neurological emergencies. Now, when you say hub and spokes, can you explain that? Sure. There are going to be, or there are 11 hubs throughout the country, and each hub has somewhere between four and nine spoke hospitals with which it works. For example, our hub and spoke model is uses Temple University Hospital as the hub, and there are four spoke hospitals three of which are community hospitals, and one is a a tertiary care hospital. Northeastern Episcopal Hospital, Temple University Children's Medical Center, and uh, Hahnemann University Hospital. And with Temple University Hospital, we'll work together to be able to do clinical trials together, utilizing the same infrastructure that we are being funded to develop. Now, do all patients out there in the spoke hospitals necessarily come into the hub for treatment, or is it just patients pass between the different spokes laterally? Sometimes they will be. It depends on the study, but and it also depends on the clinical need. Some community hospitals are fully equipped to be able to take care of all neurologic emergencies, but some aren't. There are some community hospitals, for example, that don't have the diagnostic imaging or the interventional radiology or neuroradiology services that some patients may require early on. Some hospitals don't have neurosurgical expertise. So in those cases, they would need to transfer into a tertiary care hospital, such as a Hahnemann University or a Temple University Hospital. Now, what is the spectrum of pathology and types of emergencies that you intend to treat? The spectrum is very wide. We're hoping that we could target patients with, for example, traumatic brain injury, spinal cord injuries, stroke patients, or stroke will definitely be a pathology that will be targeted, both ischemic and hemorrhagic stroke. There'll be studies with patients who are in status epilepticus, for example, who may have meningitis or encephalitis, CNS infections, and then some more unusual types of problems like Bell's palsy or drugs or interventions or the understanding of headache, those kinds of issues. So what kinds of questions will the NET attempt to research? They will be questions that basically the emergency physician with the infrastructure that we're going to be developing, that we are in the process of developing, will be able to manage. One of the the reasons why the NIH was interested in getting this up and off the ground is because 
these types of clinical trials often ended up being done so late because they were so complicated, because they required so much in the way of resources and, and in, at times where the resources weren't available. And these patients are coming in 24-7. So what we're trying to do is develop studies that we can do very, very quickly, that we can implement quickly without a lot of extra steps, extra paperwork. They will, by and large, be simple studies then that can be done within the time frame that we need them to be done. They will be multidisciplinary, and they will include a diverse patient population, which is also going to be important to the net and its mission nationally. Right, because it's nationwide and many centers are participating, right? Absolutely. About 70 centers. 70? 70, because there's 11 hubs, and around each hub will be you know, somewhere between four and seven folks. So all told, we will have about 70 or so hospitals. So a good representation across the country. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Shira Johnson, and I'm speaking with Dr. Nina Gentile from Temple University, and we're discussing the development of NET, the Neurological Emergencies Treatment Network, which is underway at Temple. Now, the first study that the NET's participating in is an acute stroke study. Tell us what that entails. The acute stroke study will be enrolling patients with acute ischemic stroke. Let me back up just a second by telling you why. One of the reasons that NET was developed was because of the high burden of disease. And the primary one at this point, particularly given our aging population, is stroke. So acute ischemic stroke was very important pathology to target. One of the things that we've learned over time is the importance of early treatment and that when early treatment is not instituted, very often we find that our interventions don't work. If, for example, steroids aren't given early after a spinal cord injury, they're very unlikely to work. If thrombolytic therapy isn't given for acute stroke very, very early on, like within a three-hour time window, not only will it not work, but it becomes more dangerous. But when the time to treatment is so short, how are these participants going to be screened, randomized, and treated, say, within a five-hour window? That will be our challenge. We will need to develop that infrastructure to be able to do just that, to be able to evaluate and enroll patients. For us, what we will be doing is utilizing a web-based patient notification system. We will be asking our clinicians to enter just a very few pieces of data that will then notify our research nurse, that will notify, in our case, we're going to try and make, it, make things easier for the clinician. It will notify the CT tech, for example, the neurology residents, and everyone will be activated. All by Internet. All by the Internet. We're in the, in the very late stages of planning for that system. Now, it wasn't that long ago we used beepers to do the same thing, so... Well, hopefully they, this will go into our text beepers so we'll know exactly what we're looking for. So going back to your question, as acute stroke study that we'll be doing, we'll be looking at albumin and comparing it to normal saline as a way of volume expanding for acute stroke patients. And the incidence of stroke in this country is quite high, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, it is rising, particularly in certain segments of the population, who are our patients. Patients in North Philly are by and large, our underserved minority patients that have huge incidence of risk factors that are associated with stroke, for example, hypertension and diabetes, and these are the patients that will suffer the most. Nationally, about 200 out of 100,000 patients will have strokes. The mortality is astronomical. At 30 days, there's a 
upwards of a 15 to 20 percent mortality rate. And the cost of that in terms of lives lost, but even in terms of financial costs of patients who don't die but become very disabled after stroke is tremendous. What's another study that you have in the pipeline? One of the other studies we will be doing is a traumatic brain injury study. We will be looking at using a new medication, new intervention that looks very promising. It's called progesterone for acute traumatic brain injury patients. These patients will also have to be enrolled very early on, so we will be looking forward to seeing how well our web-based patient notification system works. So we'll be able to use that for those patients as well. Now, there's a lot of challenges associated with enrolling anybody in a traumatic brain injury study, correct? Yes, there is, probably even more so than the um, stroke patients, because very often these folks are either altered, at least altered in their mentation, or they may be comatose. Very often, they may be driving alone, for example. There may not be family around. Even if they do have family, the family may not be as often distraught and may not be as accessible to us. How, how are you going to plan to overcome this, and aren't there legalities involved? Absolutely. In this case, we'll have to be patient, and we will need to explain the circumstances. There is a, I think in general, there are opportunities for obtaining informed consent under dire circumstances. But there are times where it's very difficult to do that, and so sometimes we've needed to utilize a waiver of informed consent. But that is often challenging, and it requires a tremendous effort on our part because of their requirements. There is a requirement for community notification, for public disclosure before the trial starts, having the community be able to question it and honestly not participate, and that has been the case in the past. Often, though, communities are pretty responsive to interventions that can prove promising. So if we need to, we may proceed in that direction. For the moment, we will rely on trying to act on accessing families that are available and not doing waiver of informed consent for this study. One last question. Can you sum up for us in a couple of sentences? What's the bigger picture, the real vision of the Neurological Emergencies Treatment Network? Because it's more than just enrolling patients in clinical trials. The mission for the network as a whole, is really to improve clinical outcomes for patients with acute neurologic problems. And I want to thank Dr. Nina Gentile, who's been our guest today, and we've been discussing clinical trials that are going to be performed as part of the development of NET, Neurological Emergencies Treatment Network, which is underway at Temple University. I'm Dr. Shira Johnson. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening.